JobsWork MKE presents Bringing Trauma to Work, a guide for understanding and managing employees in distress. This is part three, how trauma changes the brain. Picture your mind acting as an air traffic control radar system, constantly sweeping around your environment, making sure everything is safe. As you keep watching the screen, green lights begin to blink, signaling danger. First a few, then more. Adrenaline rushes through your body. Your heart pounds, your pulse quickens, muscles tense, your forehead sweats. You're afraid. Now imagine that's how you feel often or always. That's the reality for many survivors of trauma. Their difficulties might start with a traumatic event or events, but even when the radar screen clears, the threats have passed, a heightened sense of danger often remains. Why? What does trauma do to the brain? By understanding the basic science, you'll better understand what some of your workers are experiencing. When any of us feel we're in danger, an alarm goes off in our brains, triggering our fight, flight, or freeze response. That alarm lives in our amygdala, the survival mechanism of our brain. It releases a surge of hormones and sends blood and oxygen to our muscles, enabling us to react quickly. For your employees who have experienced trauma, especially repeatedly, this alarm does not turn off. It's like your brain has all of a sudden created an alarm system for the White House. 24-7, 360 degree surveillance. Terry Darun Cassini is co-founder of the Milwaukee Trauma Outcomes Project and an associate professor at the Medical College of Wisconsin. It picks up on things that previously you would not have perceived as threatening. And what then it does is you have people whose baseline anxiety is higher and then it's going up from there when, because it's detecting a lot more things as threatening. Once real threats have passed, our brains are supposed to put the brakes on our fight, flight, or freeze responses. That's the job of the prefrontal cortex, the thinking part of the brain, where rational thought and executive functions like problem solving take place. It's supposed to tell us it's okay, you're safe now. But toxic stress essentially turns off that function. Our primitive emotional response remains strong. In other words, fear shuts down thinking and amps up feeling. Tim Grove is Senior Director of Trauma-Informed Strategy and Practice at WellPoint Care Network. So one of the things that's really important for people to understand is from a neurobiological point of view, a brain-body point of view, when I'm in survival mode, by definition, the best part of my humanity shuts down and the more primitive parts of my humanity kick in. Trauma does not only make the brain function differently, it can also change the structure of the brain itself. Because the amygdala, the alarm system, is activated so often, it grows. The prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain that's supposed to cool off the amygdala but doesn't, shrinks. The result? The stress response remains activated, much like a motor idling too high for too long. This becomes the new normal, with dangerous consequences. Chronic stress and chronic trauma over time has this deleterious impact, not just on the brain's ability to detect what is threatening and what isn't, but also kind of degrades the body's natural response system and increases risk for other health problems. 
When you're hypervigilant on a regular basis, the hormones you release can damage blood vessels and arteries, increasing blood pressure and raising the risk of heart attacks or strokes. Fat tissue can build up, creating weight gain and increasing the likelihood of type 2 diabetes. Your immune system can wear down, making you more susceptible to illnesses and can even make you age faster. Individuals under chronic stress, particularly individuals under not just individual chronic stress, but neighborhood-related chronic stress, it actually can accelerate the age of cells in the body. If your body is responding as stressed, um, then it's really causing wear and tear on the body. Chronic stress also impacts mental health, often leading to anxiety and depression. And in an attempt to calm the hyper-aroused body and mind, a trauma survivor may turn to drugs and alcohol. Whether that's marijuana um, or alcohol or whatever, it, it really helps me overcome that, that agitated um, or activated feeling. Dimitri Topitsis, Ph.D., is a professor at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee and studies trauma. And there's a slippery slope there if I'm using substances to kind of overcome negative emotionality um, or feelings, then I might end up using as a pattern of behavior. Uh, I'm so, I have these associations that, well, if I use, if I use a substance, I'm going to feel better. So then I start to use a substance every time I feel agitated. The good news? A traumatized brain can recover. The brain is malleable, a principle called neuroplasticity. Just as the brain adapts when it's traumatized, it can also adapt when stimulated in a healthier way. There's actually great research evidence coming out out of a group out west that shows that when you treat the symptoms of PTSD, the brain changes both in structure and volume as well as functioning. And it looks like a brain that is less chronically stressed and therefore has better ability to regulate emotion, discern what is threatening and what isn't, and having a natural response rather than kind of all muddling along in this dysregulation. The workplace can help. By providing an environment in which employees feel safe and supported, you can aid in reestablishing healthy, optimized brain function, and as a result, more productive, reliable workers. More about that in part five. But first, how trauma can affect behavior on the job. That's next in part four of Bringing Trauma to Work. <laughs>